0: shot in 4K ultra-high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on.
1: We're headed for another warm day today. Temperatures will be in the 70s. I'll show you when we'll hit the 80s and some potential record highs. Former
2: President Trump will be on the witness stand in New York today. What we're expecting to hear as he answers questions in his civil fraud trial.
3: And it's a big day for college basketball fans. The long road to the NCAA tournament starts tonight as the new season tips off. <laughs> for a lot of folks, you know, it's either basketball season or it's not, and now it is <laughs> starting tonight. So really, two
2: realities. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> you know,
3: but <laughs> big fans are ready for this. It's a Monday. We're glad you're with us. I'm Jeff Hogan.
2: And I'm Renee Chu. Hope you all remember to turn back your clocks and enjoy that extra hour of sleep. It certainly was a big weekend, though, for Jeff Hoken. Want to say congratulations oh, for you. completing the City of Oaks thank Marathon. You. I did. I finished and upright up for work.
3: Upright on two feet. Finished it with six thousand other runners out there. So congrats to everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> beautiful weather for that, and we're continuing
1: with beautiful weather. That is fall taking a hiatus, Elizabeth. It really is. We'll uh, take a look outside. It's nice and quiet out there and dry. It's cool this morning. It feels nice out there, 45 degrees. Our winds, is, our winds are calm. It's, uh, it felt good to have a jacket on this morning, but, boy, we're going to see some really warm conditions. It's clear here, so we have the uh, top of the tower all lit up in blue. we we'll take a look at uh, current temperatures heading out the door. It is 36 in Roxborough, so nice and chilly there. 40 in Goldsboro, 41 in Southern Pine. These are the days where, you know, we start off nice and crisp and end up with some warm sunshine in the afternoon. That's what we're going to see today. Our noon temperature is 68, and we climb into the mid-70s this afternoon. The temperatures continue to warm this week. We could see some potential record highs or at least close to them later in the week. I'll show you that coming up.
3: You need to be alert as you make your way to work this morning or school. Some new road work is changing some traffic patterns, including on Hillsborough Street. WROS Kelsey Coffey is live this morning from one of the detours out there, and drivers will need to take a bit of a detour for the next couple of weeks now, right, Kelsey, because of that work?
4: Yes, Jeff, they sure will. And Hillsborough Street is closed in front of uh, the fairgrounds, so we're at one of those detours now uh, on Blue Ridge Road, and we've got a map to show you now. There's a couple of other uh, detours that you should know about on Wade Avenue and Edward Mills Road. This closure comes as crews are conducting waterline work. Here's another traffic alert to tell you about. Exit 3 on I-40 West is closed starting this morning. Drivers will be detoured to Western Boulevard. Then uh, they'll to head back to I-440 East to access Hillsborough Street. Now, both projects are expected to last for two weeks, and they should be complete by November 15th. Kelsey Coffey, WRL News, live in Raleigh.
3: And also new this morning, there are new alignments for other I-440 West off-ramps. This comes after overnight work on the highway between Western Boulevard and Walnut Street. The new alignments include changes to the ramp to the Crossroads Shopping Center.
2: A funeral is happening today for a 15-year-old boy who died after being shot in downtown Raleigh. Shamar Leverett was shot near Moore Square Magnet Middle School on Monday, October 23rd. He died from his injuries October 29th. 22-year-old Stephen Stanley faces a murder charge and could be sentenced to death if convicted. Leverett's funeral is at 1 this afternoon at Gethsemane Seventh-day Adventist Church on Sanderford Road in Raleigh.
3: U-Haul drivers facing charges after police say he led them on a miles-long chase. It ended in a crash on Rock Service Station near the North Carolina Highway 42 intersection last night. This chase started when Garner police got a call about a U-Haul driver slumped over in the front seat. When police tried to pull him over, they kept going. Police deployed spike strips in an effort to stop that driver. A person was taken to the hospital with minor injuries.
2: Noise complaints are a growing concern as Wake County gets more crowded. Today, county leaders want to hear your thoughts about improving how those complaints are handled. WRL's Laura Levine joins us live this morning. Laura, the county gets hundreds of these complaints every year, but they are hard to enforce.
4: Yes, Renee, good morning. Right now we are in the Foxcroft community here in Wake County, just one of many areas where people who live in these areas will have to abide by these changes when they are approved. And the public hearing today is an opportunity not only for those who live here to ask questions and learn about the changes coming, but also learn how they will be enforced. From January through June of this year, the Wake County Sheriff's Office has responded to 381 calls related to noise complaints. Commissioners say an issue with the current Ordinance is that it's difficult to enforce those limitations, and there's no guidance to residents on how to resolve problems. So the new proposal uh, changes to the ordinance includes removing the maximum noise limitation standards, expanding the exemption for agriculture operations and farming, and exemptions for public services, airport operations, and sporting events. And to clarify the language of how it is enforced. That's just some of the 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 changes that they're looking at right now. Also working to uh, uh, change the violations for when there are issues in these communities. So that meeting happening today after today, they're going to make a vote on it come November 20th. Laura Levine, WREL news. We're live in Wake County.
3: New this morning, we're getting a look at how hospitals in our area performed on patient safety on a national report card. New data from the leapfrog group looks at more than 30 data points based on hospital prevention of medical errors, infections, and injuries. Duke, Wake Med, and UNC Rex in Raleigh are among the hospitals that scored A's in the newly released report cards. UNC Medical Center in Chapel Hill is among hospitals that scored B's. Cape Fear Valley Medical Center scored a C. Granville Health in Oxford is one of only two hospitals in the state that got a D.
2: Today, former President Donald Trump will take the stand to give a testimony that could to give testimony that could help decide the fate of his business empire in New York. Trump is testifying in the civil fraud trial brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James, who is seeking $250 million in damages and to bar the former president from doing business in the state. James says that Trump and his co-defendants repeatedly committed financial fraud. The judge will consider how much the Trumps will have to pay in damages.
3: We have an update about the charges four women face in connection with a protest last Thursday that shut down the Durham freeway for hours. Police tell us three of them have since turned themselves in. Olivia Lynn, Janae Taylor and Leah Whitehead were released on a written promise to appear in court. At last report, Fatima Noor had not been taken into custody. All four face charges of impeding traffic, a misdemeanor. Thursday's protest demanding a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war started around 4 p.m. Thursday at CCB Plaza. A short while later, though, part of that group started to block the highway, and that's when Durham police called it an illegal protest.
2: This afternoon, a discussion of the war in Israel is happening at UNC Chapel Hill. It's being hosted by the UNC Center for Middle East and Islamic Studies, the Carolina Center for Jewish Studies, and the Program for Public Discourse. The event is happening from 4 to 5 tonight in Fetzer Hall and is open to students, staff, and faculty. The panelists include a professor of peace and war and a professor of political ethics.
3: SECRETARY OF STATE ANTONY BLINKEN IS IN TURKEY THIS MORNING WHERE HE MET WITH TURKISH PRESIDENT Recep Tayyip ERDOGAN AND NOW THIS COMES AFTER HIS SURPRISE VISITS TO BOTH THE WEST BANK IN ISRAEL AND IRAQ. THE TWO MET PUBLICLY BEFORE THEY HEADED BACK TO DISCUSS MATTERS PRIVATELY. SECRETARY IS EXPECTED TO UNDERSCORE THE IMPORTANCE OF PROTECTING CIVILIAN LIVES IN ISRAEL AND GAZA. HE WILL ALSO DISCUSS ONGOING SUPPORT FOR UKRAINE AND THE NEED TO MAINTAIN NATO ALLIANCE UNITY.
2: Members of a Durham church are trying to move forward after their church building caught fire. It happened at the Charity Christian Fellowship Church in McDougal Terrace. Community members say the church was a staple in the community. The church had just celebrated 32 years last month. It took up to 20 fire crews to put out the flames. The building has been temporarily closed since the pandemic. There were plans to return to in-person services next year. Cause of the fire remains under investigation.
3: Election day is tomorrow, and WRL is your place for the fastest results on the air, online, and on your phone. We have you covered as voters in 22 counties, including Durham, Cumberland, and Wake counties, will head to the polls. Voters in Durham, Fayetteville, and Chapel Hill will pick a new mayor. Fuquay, Verena, Holly Springs, and Wendell voters will have to decide if park improvement projects are worth a hike in their taxes. Polls open at 6.30 in the morning and close at 7.30 p.m. And remember, you will need your valid voter ID, a driver's license, for instance, in order to cast your vote. All the details you need to know before heading to the polls can be found on NC Board of Elections' website. And tune in to WRAL on Election Day as results come in. By the way, we are now less than one year away from the 2024 presidential election.
2: Today, Meals on Wheels services are expanding in Durham. After years of partnering with the caterer, meal prep will now happen in-house at a new commissary kitchen. It's located on Foster Street in downtown Durham. They will start serving meals there today.
3: College basketball season is here, and all of our local teams will hit the hardwood tonight to get the march toward the NCAA tournament started. 19th-ranked UNC will host Radford in a game that tips off at 7 o'clock. NC State plays the Citadel at PNC Arena. That also starts at 7. At 9 o'clock tonight, Duke will tip it up with Dartmouth at Cameron Indoor Stadium. NC Central has a tall task tonight. They're in Kansas to take on number one ranked Kansas Jayhawks. Campbell will start the season at home against Navy in Greenville. ECU will start the season against Ferrum College.
2: Ford is laying off 1,500 workers from a major assembly plant. Why these layoffs are happening after the end of the United Auto Workers strike against the company.
3: And another downer of a Monday morning for Carolina Panthers fans. The miscues that led to the latest disappointing result at Bank of America Stadium.
2: And after some cold mornings last week, it feels much nicer outside this morning. You're looking live at the dry roads in Apex. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner is back after the break with a closer look at the warm November days ahead this week.
1: It's 444 and it's 44 degrees in Wilson, 45 in Durham and 46 in Fayetteville. It's a cool start out there this morning. But our skies are clear and our winds are going to be coming out of the south and that's going to help to continue our warm-up that we saw over the weekend. Temperatures were very pleasant and we'll continue to warm things up. We'll likely see some record highs or at least close to it by the middle of the week. We take a look at our exercise planner. Feeling nice this morning if you're going to be out moving, you know, really doing some uh, uh, exerting yourself, temperatures will feel okay. Um, This afternoon though, feeling really nice. At temperatures in the mid 70s at around three or four o'clock, uh, five o'clock 68. Of course, you remember, you know, yesterday was the day we went back to standard time. We're going to take a look at when the uh, when we're looking at the uh, sunrise and sunset these days coming up. Officials with the
2: United Nations World Food Program have issued an urgent plea for more humanitarian access to Gaza. Executive Director Cindy McCain issued the plea from the Rafah border crossing as humanitarian needs skyrocket and critical food supplies reach dangerously low levels. For the past few weeks, entry points into Gaza have been virtually sealed except through the Rafah border crossing point. And while there has been a steady increase in aid entering the region, it is nowhere near enough to meet the growing needs.
3: Ford is planning to temporarily lay off more than 1,500 workers at its Louisville assembly plant. The layoffs come as a residual effect of the recent 40-day strike, resulting in pipeline issues with suppliers. While the Louisville assembly plant never joined the strike, 8,700 members of the Kentucky truck plant in Louisville walked out on October 11th. A tentative agreement was reached between Ford and the UAW on October 25th. Layoffs are only expected to last a few weeks.
2: Recovery efforts are underway in Nepal after Friday's deadly earthquake. The earthquake resulted in the deaths of more than 150 people. It's reported to be the country's worst earthquake since 2014. The U.S. Geological Survey says the earthquake had a magnitude of 5.6. The earthquake shook houses, damaged infrastructure, and left thousands without a home.
3: Overcrowding forces thousands of Wake County families to move to new schools every year. It's partly the result of a population that is growing faster than the school system can build schools. Many families, though, say they shouldn't have to move schools to make way for new development. Our WRL Education Insider spoke with school system officials about why these changes are happening and asked many of the questions families have. We found some solutions aren't cost-effective, but officials are still willing to consider some compromises. You can read more about the latest reassignment plan in the education section of WRL.com.
2: More disappointment this morning for the Carolina Panthers and their fans after another loss. Bryce Young threw two interceptions that were both returned for touchdowns, including this one just before halftime, as the Panthers fell to the Indianapolis Colts 27-13. The Panthers are now 1-7 on the season, and they only have a few days to prepare for the next challenge. They'll be in Chicago Thursday night to play the Bears. Tonight, week nine of the NFL season wraps up with Monday Night Football. The New York Jets are hosting the Los Angeles Chargers. You can watch that game starting at 8 tonight on ESPN. 4.47
3: 4.47 is the time right now. We are dry. We're going to have a nice warm day here as we get our Monday started. Elizabeth Gardner and the WRN Severe Weather Center are coming off a great weekend, too. That
1: was so beautiful. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I know it was maybe a little bit warm for some of the runners around the middle of the day yesterday for the City Oaks Marathon, but I feel it nice this morning. It's crisp and cool, 41 degrees, 45 degrees with the dew point at 41. What that means is the dew point is the temperature at which the air is saturated, so that means if we drop down to 41, we would probably have some fog, definitely some dew forming. It's too warm for any, uh, for any frost, of course, but uh, we'll be watching for that. There could be a little patchy fog in some low-lying areas this morning. By lunchtime, we climb on up into the mid to upper 60s, so feeling very pleasant. Right now, it's 36 in Roxborough, 44 in Rocky Mount, 40 in Goldsboro, 41 in Southern Pines. We take a look at so, our sunrise and sunset. Of course, you know, it's kind of hard to get used to it this first week. So our sunrise this morning is 642. And, you know, some of you might have been up that early yesterday, but, you know, it's Monday. So this is kind of the first day we're getting used to the new routine uh, you know on a work day 642 this morning and then the sunset is at 515 our earliest sunset is closer to five o'clock so we'll continue to see our days shortening just for a little while longer and of course we get into January and then they start to get noticeably longer Uh, 74 in Raleigh for today 72 Durham 77 in Fayetteville feeling very pleasant we take a look at the warmth across the country huge chunk of the country seeing temperatures above normal and that warmth will continue to spread into to our area so that Wednesday and Thursday we could end up seeing temperatures very close to record highs. 66 is our normal high so we're way over that 74 today 78 tomorrow 81 Wednesday and 80 degrees on Thursday. Now Friday is when our next front comes through it could bring us some rain and it will cool us off a bit over the weekend. But look at this for Wednesday 81 is our forecast 80 is the previous record 83 is the forecast for Fayetteville, with 84 being the uh, previous record. We take a look at our temperatures of course for the next few days. Um, every Everything's just warming, warming, warming. Uh, and then over the weekend, we have a front that comes through as a question. Is most of the rain going to be late Friday, Friday night, or how far into Saturday is it going to push? So we're going to take a look at that coming up in just a few minutes. We'll walk you through future cast Saturday, of course, is Veterans Day, looking at 61. And Sunday looks drier with a high of 59.
2: Elizabeth, thanks. A big day for a rookie NFL quarterback has him in the record books this morning. The huge show C.J. Stroud went on through the air as he led the Houston Texans to a comeback victory.
3: Also a warning if you are looking to make a batch of chicken nuggets for lunch or dinner today, why Tyson is recalling a certain type of nugget that's especially popular with children.
2: Welcome back. A live look at Fenton and Kerry, one of our newer WRL live cam network cameras. The ice rink there opened up on Sunday. And this week you can go ice skating in 70, 80 degree weather. Why not? (laughs) 453 now, deciding to become a parent is a very personal choice. But new data from the CDC reveals birth rates are plummeting. Jackie Abanez has a look at the impact this could have on our future economy. Sharp
5: declines in birth rates could be birthing new problems for the future health of the economy. Between 2007 and 2022, The nationwide birth rate dropped by roughly 23 percent, according to data from the CDC.
6: In the near future, we are going to have a change in the composition of the workforce. If this downward trend
5: continues, Justine Hervé of the Stevens Institute of Technology believes it will initially create workplaces with a higher number of older employees and fewer younger people on staff.
6: Jobs that were previously held by um, young people are now going to be vacant. And so the question that's important here is, are we going to be able to, like, retrain people so that these jobs get filled? An aging society with a shrinking
5: birth rate can also reduce the number of eligible workers paying taxes that help cover older people's pensions and healthcare.
6: Fewer active workers are going to have to support a bigger population of retirees. Um, and, you know, if you combine this with the fact that there's rising inflation and more and more difficulty to access home owning for the younger generation... That's probably going to imply, like, some hardships for the younger generations.
5: Hervees could force governments to restructure tax systems to account for deficits in social programs.
6: Perhaps diverge a little bit from income and sales tax to fund their social programs and instead uh, rely more on um, other types of taxation. You know, it could be, like, environmental taxes or uh, property taxes.
2: Fewer workers could trigger wage increases as companies try to fill vacant positions. But experts say businesses may start relying more on automated machines instead.
3: The quarterback who was drafted after Bryce Young is making his way into the record books. C.J. Stroud threw for 470 yards in the Houston Texans' 39-37 win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yesterday. That's the most yards a rookie has ever passed for in a single game. Second overall draft pick from Ohio State threw five touchdowns as well in that game, including the game winner with just six seconds left.
2: More than 4,000 baby loungers sold on Amazon are being recalled over the potential for suffocation. The Consumer Product Safety Commission says certain yucca baby loungers do not meet safety requirements. The CPSC says the product can re- can create an unsafe sleeping environment for babies. The recall products were sold on and after June 23rd of 2022. No injuries have been reported so far. If you own one of these, you should immediately stop using it and contact Yucca for a full refund.
3: Tyson Foods is voluntarily recalling nearly 30,000 pounds of dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets because there may be some small metal pieces inside. The recall affects 29 ounce bags of fully cooked Fun Nuggets, breaded and shaped chicken patties with a best if used by date of September 4th, 2024. So far there's been one reported minor mouth injury associated with eating the nuggets. A U-Haul
2: driver leads police on a miles long chase. Why police were trying to stop that truck and what happened that led to the crash that ended it.
3: And a heads up for your morning commute. New work is starting on the I 440 Blue Ridge improvement project. This is a live look right now. Hillsborough Street. You see it blocked off there. The detours you'll need to know about for the next two weeks.
2: And DeMar Hamlin returns to the field in Cincinnati 10 months after he nearly died at the same stadium. The mission he had in the city off the playing field and how it will help young people in that community.
0: who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a
3: fist pumper?